It's everyone's favorite show about all things Utah. A show where four hosts, and sometimes a guest, discuss whatever they want regarding Utah, and mostly stay on topic. It's the new Utah Podcast, with your hosts, Bree, Chris, Jeremy, and Jessica. Episode 234 of the new Utah Podcast, coming at you not live, because you're not going to listen to this until long after we're done. (laughs) Yeah, that would be weird if they were listening to it while we were doing it. That's how we start this show, on a downer. We have had people ask us if this is live. Yeah, when are you guys going to go live? Is this live? No, it's not live. So if you say racist shit, you can ask me to edit it, and I'll decide if I liked you or not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, a week before Thanksgiving uh, in the year of COVID, 2020. It's no longer the year of our Lord. No, our Lord has abandoned us. COVID giveth and COVID taketh away. <laughs> um, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. This year's been weird. Been a weird week, too. It's it's really hard for me to, to like, wrap my mind around how bad COVID is for the economy. Because it's fucking horrendous for a lot of people. But we live in Utah, and we all love Utah, and one of the things that I actually like about Utah, I may not be super conservative, but our government is, uh, and they're fiscally conservative, which means we're doing okay um, as, a, as a state. We're not uh, in a huge bad problem, and we have a 4.5% unemployment rate when it's much higher in the rest of the country, uh, and so COVID, while... We'll talk about the morons later, probably today. Um, it's not had a completely damning effect on everything. And personally, we've been doing really well during COVID. Um, and it feels like that's, I mean, I guess someone's got to do well. Like us personally, like the four of us. Like me personally. <laughs> and so I've been so fucking unbelievably busy. It's like nonstop. I'm working 12 plus hours a day, at least at my primary job. So the dealership has had more sales this year than any of our 15 years. Yeah. I mean, again, it is like Utah is doing very well. That's not the rest of the nation. I'm quite worried, though. Um, Well, maybe we'll get into that in a little bit about stuff that's going to happen here. What I want to know about, though, is we had a get, was it last week? No, it was two weeks ago. We had the Utah Taste Off. Yes. Yes. The the bitch that stole my uh, food (laughs) mistress idea. You're not really a bitch. I'm sorry, Lacey. She's amazing. But they stole my idea and started making money off of it. So good on them for doing what I didn't think to do. Uh, But... (laughs) Jess, apparently you've gotten a taste box. I don't. I, it's coming. I'm picking it up on Saturday. Okay. I was going to ask if you got the soup one. I didn't, but I... Wait, did and you I, get the roll one? Yes, I did. <laughs> okay, no, no. But you have to explain, because I haven't really okay, looked, because so this is what I thought when I heard rolls, <laughs> and I didn't want to bust her out like on the show, but like, it's $45. First... What? That's, that's a lot of fucking rolls. It and is. If, and, and like maybe it's a lot of rolls that you can just serve all of them at Thanksgiving and not really judge, but that would no, be because you're still a week out. Exactly, because they'd be stale. So, I mean, you could freeze them and, and bring them back to life, but 
Um, so th- when we had her on, she said the upcoming one was going to be soup. And I feel bad because the deli that I patronize every week put soup in and I didn't buy soup. So, what, cause I can eat it. What so. delis did they have or what soup places? Um, did they have the soup kitchen? I don't remember. Okay, I just know that cra- I just know the cravings bistro then, one. So let's move on to rolls. <laughs> if they did okay. involve the soup kitchen, it doesn't matter. I don't remember to be honest with you. So, um, so I might, the pop up pops up on my Instagram and I'm like rolls. So I look at the vendor. So they have Shirley's Bakery Cafe, which is down in Provo. They're I haven't had their rolls. I've had their sweet rolls. Uh, Lion House, which they're known for their rolls. Yep. Uh, Lehigh Bakery, which is known for their donuts. I didn't know they were known for their rolls. And Footloose in the Park. Um, Honey and Greens Bakery, which I'm not familiar with. Wallaby Smokehouse, which is down in... It's all over. There's a couple of them. Oh, are there? Okay. Oh, I did the, just see the, a second the one. The first one was in like Orem. Orem. I think there's actually one in Georgia, in the district now. Yes, you are correct. Um, and then <laughs> here's the kicker for me. Fillings and Emulsions, which we know is my favorite anyways, because I order okay. them for all the holidays. But how many rolls are you Are you ready for this? Because rolls aren't like cinnamon rolls where they I am, be a 12-pound roll. I will have... 36 rolls nice. to myself on Saturday. <laughs> That's a lot. Of it's a rolls. lot of rolls. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Chris and I couldn't even do that many rolls. Obviously, I'm not going to eat them all. <laughs> I like rolls, but this is what was hard for me is I don't know if I could justify. But it also comes, it comes with, uh, I believe it comes with butter. Out. Yeah, it comes with a sampling of um, butters and jams and a reusable Utah Taste shopping bag. Yeah. Well, that's I, like don't, a, I don't have enough of those. It is a dollar twenty five a roll. It's okay. And some rolls are worth a dollar twenty five. If I'm putting money back into the community, sometimes you have to sacrifice. And if they're not that good to just open the door. Hey Ron <laughs> True. I was just giving to Ron. Um, you find a new roommate yet? I saw you were looking again. No, I'm not like actively are you looking. Kicking so. someone out if you find someone? No, he's Are you making them sleep moving. in a tent in the backyard? Yes, on Who's the deck. moving, Ron? No, Ryan's oh. moving. I was like, Ron's never leaving. Ron's never yet. leaving. I know. Even though he thinks he is, he You'll probably isn't. You'll have to sell the house someday with Ron. He'll be. Yeah, he's he's dead in conting- his... He's a contingent on the sale. He is. I'm like, <laughs> you, have to... you have to accept the basement crawler. No. Uh, anyway, so I will be picking my rolls up on Saturday. I'll let everybody know how that goes. Yeah. Next week. I mean, if you just want to drop it's off a, lot of a rolls. few of them. I, I thought, could. I'll be I up in this area. Thought about doing it, but then I was like, Thanksgiving the next week. Well, and I that's my plan. As I'm like, rolls. just I'll freeze. I'll freeze them, and we'll be able to. There's some really good ways that you can freeze the rolls and reheat them. So yeah, that's just too. I don't know. Like if I had a bigger family, rolls would be perfect, right? Because you could like be like, okay, here's dinner rolls, family of four. There's six dinner rolls each, plus more, like plus more, plus more. <laughs> Here, guys, here's eight dinner <laughs> so rolls apiece. If all my siblings and their... Nah, I guess it's nine, right? Nine times four, yeah. 36, nine rolls each. All my siblings and their kids, I think there's 32 of us. So, yeah, see, that'd so, be perfect. Yeah. No, nobody eats this one roll. Who eats this one roll? Okay, but like even Jeremy at full strength, six people in your family. Okay, so let's say Maya and Julia both bring their significant others. So now you have eight. Eight people. That that is manageable. That is four rolls plus a couple extra per person. That feels like that's still a lot of rolls. You're eating a lot of rolls. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm going to be like all the rolls. All the you're rolls. eating a lot of rolls, but if you made like little mini sandwiches or something yeah, out of them, I feel like sandwiches. Yeah, I feel. Like, but again, after. that's a week early because if you did it the weekend of Thanksgiving, then you have rolls after. But 
it's hard to arrange that, and I don't think you're keeping rolls for four days. Well, and they said they're not th- that the week of Thanksgiving they're and the week of it. Christmas are the only two weeks that they don't do it in a year. I, that's some bullshit, though. Um, <laughs> I'm, ex- I'm excited to eat rolls. <laughs> I'm excited to hear how it goes. Also, because I really I don't buy bread ever, and so I like rolls. <laughs> speaking of past guests, uh, um, ourdivorce.com, I think people are calling them out and saying they're practicing law. Without the license. They're not practicing law, motherfuckers. Yeah. They actually got together with lawyers and guess what? Guess what's totally legal to do? File paperwork without an attorney. So like when I started my company fifteen years ago, I used an online place that did did all the paperwork for me, did everything. They were not lawyers. Not they have lawyers. What have we been calling it? The TurboTax of divorce, yes. right? Yes. And can we say that? Is that I just you just, just did, and I've been saying it, so it's fine. Um, they are like the TurboTax. The the <laughs> just having a piece of software that helps you fill out government forms—that's all this is. They're not providing advice; they're just helping you fill out forms. Well, it's like TurboTax. That's not a tax accountant. No, that's, that's not a CPA software to help you. And if you get audited, then they will assign an accountant to help you if you pay enough. If you just go the free route, sorry, guys. I pay for it every year because I've been on it. <laughs> you know, Jeremy, I'm telling you, just go to it's my tax guy. It's worth it to just go yeah, to the tax guy. Yeah, I love my tax guy, too. But but seriously, ourdivorce.com, not an attorney. <laughs> They're not an attorney. They don't claim to be an attorney. And and uh, the I know one of the people that called them out publicly for for practicing law without a license was an attorney. So she's probably just pissed because they're doing Cause so they're well. Because because they're taking business out of her hands. Because she makes <laughs> half of that thirteen thousand most likely. So she's like, shit. Every person that signs up for two ninety nine, I'm losing well, seven let's grand. Be honest, off that thirteen thousand, it all goes to her. Where else would it go? Yeah, it's all her and her firm. The and three hundred dollar like, or whatever. It costs to actually. So it's up to you guys. If you want to spend thirteen thousand dollars, go to an attorney. If you want to spend three hundred, go to hardwarsh.com. Or let's do this: donate five thousand to the New Utah Podcast, then go to Tom, (laughs) and you'll still save money. You feel like you're pay us ten thousand. We'll do the paperwork for you on (laughs) hourdivorce.com. And then we'll we'll even throw in the two ninety nine for free. You give us a call, pay us ten grand to do all that consulting we get, work like, for we you. Could, we could rent a real studio somewhere if we had that. Were you well, saying this ain't a real why? studio? No, I'm just saying if if we had that. We You're could. saying this isn't a real studio. This is an, a lovely facility. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see you providing a better studio, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I dedicated a room of my house. I dedicated. Five Two sixth, rooms, actually. Five sixths of a room of my house. Bree threw away Two baskets six. for this. I she did. did. I only have three baskets. baskets. There's a curtain up that I have to move every time I want to get my extra <laughs> cooking supplies. I'll have you know, just so guests don't have to look at that eyesore. So literally, if you're a guest, we can say, don't look behind the curtain. Yeah. When we pull back the curtain, there's like a cat back there sleeping there in a box a cat every, every week. There's a whole bunch of kitchen equipment. But our guests, they get to feel like they're on a fucking spaceship. All right? No no, no spend, expense spared here. Yeah, feeling like you're on a spaceship is pretty awesome. Um, I was going to talk about another guest that came on recently, um, something that happened, and now I forgot, motherfuckers, you made me forget. Oh, man. Whatever, doesn't matter. 
Uh, what is this your note? Chungus, the friendly Chungus, neighborhood rat? the friendly neighborhood rat. Is that what you named the rat? That's Chungus. What the kids call it. So you remember that rat last <laughs> summer that you saw? Yeah, this this last this like last a few yeah, months ago. running back and forth from the neighbor's fence. Yeah, from to our fence. from your fence to the neighbor. So it is the friendly neighborhood rat because it just goes from yard to yard. But the last little bit, it's put up residency in my chicken coop yet again. I've got five traps. I ordered two more. They showed up today. I'll get them set tomorrow. But you walk out there. Open it up. It it's sitting there with the chickens, just looking at you like. Hey, oh, the bitch, chickens aren't up? killing it. No, because it's a rat. They're scared. They're of rats. friends. They're just hanging out. So they're all sitting there. Why the are rat- they scared of rats? The rats like at their food bin, like eating food out of it. He looks over at me. It's like sup, sup, bitch. <laughs> and then he just walks away slowly because he because yeah. he's fat as fuck. By the way, this is not a small no. rat. This is like you know the rat in New York that they caught on camera dragging the pizza slice with. That's this rat. It's huge. It's big. I was flipping through TikTok and some lady was in a Costco and she looked up and there were like a million rats in the rafters. They were all coming out of some area on the side and running along the rafters. If you'd think that there aren't rats in warehouse stores, you people are fucking I know, but usually you don't, like during the day with all the lights on and the people, you don't see a bunch of them run. Like there were a ton. Yeah, someone disturbed their home. They probably got a pallet down. Oh, probably. So I, I've taken out all of the littler ones, and I've taken out its mate. This is, to my knowledge, it's the big daddy. This is the last one. Left so did you daddy. sex it? That how you knew it was the mate? Were you like, oh, she's got a vagina? Because you can't really well, see rat the packers. Because all the other ones I've caught, I, I caught one big one. Well, I'm sure that should that be the episode <laughs> name? <laughs> since I just said that out loud, rat peckers. <laughs> I'm totally doing that. I caught one big one. I can't one. believe your fucking chickens won't kill it. No, it's too big. They're not. What if you had a what if you had a rooster? A rooster might maybe. Um, but not Mr. Fluffy Pants. He was too small. Whatever. So I I caught he one big mean. one cuz it filled the whole cuz I have to put the live You got to understand Jeremy's holding his hands like a foot and a half yeah. apart when he it's describes like the size the of a one. football. So I I have the live uh traps because in the chicken coop I've I've put you don't the other put in the chicken, set it off in like three seconds, eat oh, the peanut butter off it, walk away. Because so, <laughs> they're idiots. They don't they fucking are. care. No, they don't care. So I've got the live one, and so the big rat that I caught filled the whole thing. Jesus. And then I've caught a bunch of smaller ones. Did you just throw them in the garbage? Yeah, in, in the garbage can. Because they're usually dead by the time yeah. I find them. So I don't know if the chickens just see them in there and then pack them to death. I don't know. They're like, oh, now we got you. Oh, yeah. You can't fight back, Can't get away now. We'll just pick your eyes out. <laughs> I need, right. to have a, I need to have a talk with your chickens. I know. And turn them into rat peckers. Oh, it's anyway. a different kind of rat pecker, yeah. though. Th- th- this rat has gotten so... But how do you know it was a female? Oh. How do you know he it wasn't just say. a buddy? He said mate. I just said the mate. Because I caught the other big one. There's two big ones, and I've caught a bunch of and small And some babies. Ones. So he's assuming that one is a male and one's a female. He didn't say anything about so, it being a boy or a girl. But he refers to Chungus, Chungus as a male. So he assumes Chungus is the dude. Did he though? Because it does. It just says Chungus, the friendly neighborhood right rat. That's just what the again. kids call it. Yeah, whatever. Chungus. It doesn't matter. There's n- that's not a. Your d- chickens a boy aren't pulling their weight. No. Is what I'm saying. And the dogs haven't come. So so yesterday, we're, I'm the, the dogs do go ape shit. For I'm standing now, at the right? kitchen sink yesterday. This rat comes out from under the shed, up into the compost, picks up something, and goes back. Dude, you're feeding a fucking rat. What do you expect? It's Templeton. He's like, that was, it's that Templeton. was, ha- you threw half an apple away, motherfucker. What were you thinking? <laughs> I'm going to leave this peach pit in the yard for the dogs. Uh, yeah. I'm expecting to go out there and see him sitting in the chicken's water like a pool. Just fucking bathing. Yeah. 
Oh, because it's heated. Yeah, but the chicken isn't the chicken water oh, like their bath water. You mean the little smaller one that's heated? That's not the not, not the, the little tank, pecker the smaller thing. one that's not heated. the chicken pecker thing. Yeah, anyway. I, can't, I can't believe I called it a rat pecker. <laughs> <laughs> I told Bree. I told Bree the other day. She 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 hates how I say Nevada. Um, he says Nevada. I say Nevada all the time, and she hates it. And so I said, if you keep correcting me, then I'm going to stop talking proper, and I'm going to start talking like a hick all day. And she doesn't think well, it's, it's properly, first of all. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? So that's where the rat pecker comes from, because that's how I would have talked in Wyoming. So I'll keep you updated. I got two more traps today, so I've got like six out there now. And it like dances around them. Gosh, all we did was organize our our house. We didn't have anything exciting happen. Nah, that's pretty fucking boring. I did get really drunk. Yes, you got... I'm pretty sure you passed out. Actually, like, passed out. That's for another... That's for another time, though. Why? (laughs) No. Um, Let's talk about events instead, because there's an event on here. Jess, did you do anything this weekend? Oh, no. Yes, I did. What did you do? I well, I went to Treasures Antique Mall and spent five hours there. She posted a bunch of horrific pics of creepy amazing. baby doll heads. Yes, it was awesome. And then I did a cake on Sunday. So those are the most. And then I watched movies on pictures. Friday nights. Those are the most <laughs> fucked up pictures. The creepy baby doll head pictures it's scare you while you're on you the toilet. Gotta wonder how all of our yeah. grandparents weren't serial killers with those toys that they had. I mean, there were a lot of serial. killers. I have one killers. in my car right now. <laughs> Is that to ward off evil spirits? Yeah. He carries all of them with me. So did you watch... Real, I did! I real, watched real it. Real Housewives yes. of Salt Lake City? Yes. So none, none of which actually live in Salt Lake City? Well, I mean proper. Um, one's in Draper and a bunch are in Park City. No, right? and one lives in Harriman. Um, and one lives in Park City. And I'm not quite sure where the other two live. Uh, it didn't, they didn't really like, one only lives here part time, is my understanding. Um, and then I don't know where Mary lives. She's currently. So. Oh, so you're on a first name basis with these yeah, pictures now? <laughs> yes, I am. So, um, my first impression is that this is not a very rep, like, obviously it's not a representation of any city if you watch Real Housewives. <laughs> uh, cause it's not. It's just women who have a lot of money that I'm, like I, I actually, catty bitches, right? Yes, but also the women here in Salt Lake are business owners, so I do not want to like degrade what they're doing because they are very successful at what they do. Oh, fuck that! You got stuck on a reality TV show. You can, you no, can be... not stuck. That is a choice. No, no, that, sir. I know, that I is know. A choice. <laughs> they put themselves on this reality TV show. They can be stuck up catty bitches and still be successful business. Owners. Yes. Oh no, for sure. And so, and if you think this show is real, let me introduce you to WWE wrestling. Because <laughs> that's right? some real. Because that's for also sure. real. So I'm not sure how many of these women are actually friends. I would beg that maybe two of them are. Maybe two and a half of them are. Um, just so there's Jen, who's married to a U- Utah University football coach. Right, are we really going to go through yes. all these people? Yes. It's Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. This is, this is a podcast no, about Utah. You know what this is? You know what this is? This show 100% is. So when we were all younger... We had a channel called MTV, and originally it is like Real World. Originally, MTV used to play music videos, and then they started creating content. One of the original reality. I loved Real World, Real World, and Road Rules. 
And when we were kids, this real world was huge for us. So this is where it all evolved this from. This is us growing that must up. Have been when they were kids, it wasn't that big yeah. for me. This this is us growing up and watching idiots do the same thing as adults. So I'm just going to tell you who they are. I'm okay. not going to recap the show because I don't need to. Um, <laughs> if people want to so, watch it, they can go see it. It's on right. Bravo. So Jen owns marketing companies, are very, very, I think multiple. Heather owns Beauty Lab Spa, which is in downtown Salt Lake City. Um, Meredith, she owns a jewelry store up in Park City. Uh, Lisa, she's from New York City, but, and she owns she owns a tequila company and a marketing company. But let me ask you this: Are like the like the salon, the boutique, that thing? Are are those businesses like what? Um, whose fucking wife was it? Um, one of the one of the 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 Russian guy was he Russian on the jazz? Kirilenko. Oh, Kirilenko. His wife, how she owned that boutique down at the Gateway that no one actually shopped in. It was like <laughs> no, this is like her her spa is legit. It was <laughs> clearly like a, it was it was clearly like well here's some really expensive clothes i'm sure some people bought stuff there but like her boutique was really just like go play with some money and do something i think no this is no these are legit like running I mean, I but i know what be, you're saying i don't want to belittle her as a person but that basically is how that boutique felt that's true okay so whitney i don't i actually am not sure what she does yet <laughs> and then mary mary's the good one so mary's a pastor are any of them just housewives no. Wait, she's a pastor? You get ready for this. It gets better. So, <laughs> but she, she is married to her step-grandfather, who was willed to her by her grandmother. And they've been married for, like, I don't know how many years. Yes, I know. Your face is exactly how everybody feels. Like, And she's, she's bat shit crazy. So now people aren't going to think Utah's full of Mormons. They're going to think that we're trying to be Alabama. So, no. <laughs> so I believe the only... Two of them are still Mormon adjacent. I'm going to use that term. Um, yeah, like I said, people aren't going to think we're Mormons here. Now they're going to think we're backwards. Like there definitely were, like was some Alabama. very like cringe, cringe, cringe worthy moments. Which like, uh, the, oh, hey step, they, hey step, granddaddy, let me just make so. Oh uh, yeah. So this was filmed last winter, which is kind of weird to like. It was BC before. Yeah. See see the snow and and winter and whatnot because we just barely got our first snow actually the resorts are opening this weekend it's so warm though it's like it was 70 today 50, it was yeah. 70 it was 70 today i went outside because i thought it was going to be like 57 i went outside to, to talk to jeremy well i mean that explains why i was sweating so much earlier like in my office but i went outside and i was thinking it was going to be chilly in my shorts and i was like oh this is nice yeah. this is like a summer evening so the notable It things, wasn't like a summer evening. It was close. <laughs> it was close. It was close. The notable things that I did love about it is it's really cool to see Salt Lake on TV for an hour. Um, not in like a polygamous type of way. Not that this is any better, but um, <laughs> also Jen, Jen's assistant, it's one of Jen's, one of Jen's assistants that they were driving through Salt Lake <laughs> and he's like, I just want to go to Harmon's for lunch. And I was like, yeah. It's like shout, shout out to Harmons, um, but then I was reading some tweets and somebody's like, "There is literally no reason that you would drive down the road in that particular direction if you were going to where they said they were going." 
Yeah, that's always the thing, right? When you live in the place that the sh- the show's being filmed, and it's like- fun, like it's fun, it's funny to watch people's comments. So I will, I'll give a just a little like brief recap going forward. Now that you know the the players of this, so um, here's how I want you to recap it each week because we'll kay. just we'll just keep this going for as long as I can stomach it. Um, <laughs> We're a Utah podcast. But, uh, this is a Real Housewives uh, of Salt Lake, this, sir. This is what I want to hear. So Jen, Jen thought that what was another girl's name. Uh, Heather. Jen thought that bitch Heather had. She's her, my favorite. That by she the way. was that she was like hitting her hitting Jen's men, and then who's the chick that's married to the the step grandpa? Oh, that's Mary. So, but then Mary shows up, and apparently her their church and they is had like, a foresome with her step grandpa. No, that's how I want recaps to go. Okay, somewhere I'll see if in I that, can do that. So, like you don't have to impose like they had a foursome. Uh, but you'd be like, you know, they showed up to this place and it was like a key party, but they drove through Murray to get to Park City <laughs> and none of them live here. So. I should visit her church. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I hear that it's a little brainwashy, so... <laughs> That's what I, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> a whole recap. I no, her, like it. I hear her church is a little brainwashy. Have you been to any church? <laughs> no, ever? I know, I know, but like, yeah. Anyways, is she like Scientologist so, brainwashy no. or like Mormon brainwashy? Oh, wait, neither. It's, basically it's the, same. the same thing. So neither. So one that's my of, one recap. One of them gets you young. One of them has you read L. Ron Hubbard science fiction first. Um. Also, I just have to tell you something, guys. Guess what week it is. Uh, the week of November 17th. Oh! I finally got last year's for us today. It finally came in today. That is awesome! (laughs) So it's our 2019 plaque. Best best podcast, homies. That is so Um, cool. So the new episode comes, the new episode, the new issue comes out on the 19th, which is Thursday this week. So. Uh, so we'll be, it will be some best of stuff to go Yep. Um, and I believe that Pete and Mikey want to come and discuss it. I'm not sure with or after. So Excellent. here's our plaque. Have any of us been to Lakai? No. I was going to ask if the Real Housewives go to Lakai. We, I don't, we only have one episode. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Can we get them on? The Real Housewives? Yeah, one of them. I'll reach out. I can't. I'm probably not. They probably have a media moratorium. They probably, they probably have a publicist. Yes. Can we get one of their kids? I would... Pr- uh, the one kid actually is really awesome. Can we get Brooks? the step-grandfather on? That's <laughs> who I really want to talk the to. The pastor. We'll give him a cup uh, for his teeth. No, no. Her step-grandfather. No, hubby. I know. They run the church together. That oh, was yeah. the that was the stipulation in the will. Yeah. Yeah. Wanna, it's good time. I want to talk to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's old, by the way. Just think about this, Bree. You would betroth me <laughs> to Sean's child when you died. That's the situation that these people are in. It's a good thing Sean's not having a kid then. Tell her, if you want the house, you got to have Chris. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know I'm leaving you with $400 million. All you have to do is fuck your grandpa. Oh, no. That's exactly what that is. That is uh, 100% what's going on there. Well, listen, the deeper that it goes, I'll let you know. I really going deep down. Deeper. Don't talk about deep old people. How going it's going down, I'll let you know. Daughters. That is <laughs> fucked up. I don't want to hear how Mary's going down either. It's your name, right? Mary? Yeah. We need a board. So, babe, Bree, we need a, like a whiteboard so that we can write their name so I'll remember because. Yes. 
And then we can just like fucking make fun of them the whole time. We can start. We'll make up Not our own story. Like... The recap will be us making up our own story based off of what Jess tells us, and then we'll make up <laughs> other shit. And we'll. Just, that's what we're gonna do. I just decided. Okay. This is going to be awesome. Okay, I'll make sure to take good notes. Uh, I I will let every listener know ahead of the show what minutes those are, so you can just like fast forward through them. <laughs> Whatever people like this stuff, or else they wouldn't have made it. That's true. I don't know who likes it. But it's on Bravo, so I think that's like there's a certain audience. Uh, audience. Yes. Audience. It's been a long day, guys. I can't yes. talk. It's we okay. need to start doing these in the morning before I have all my meetings. Um, <laughs> Uh, should we get into depressing news? I think let's get. The well, what are we gonna start with? The saddest of, of all. Um, let's just kick Say ourselves it. right in the dick. Yep. So let's the election results have been finalized. They still have to canvas, but on the seventeenth today, uh, Salt Lake County, uh, I think everywhere in the state actually is required to finalize their election results, and all their counts are done. And we have a new fourth district congressman, uh, Baby Burgess. Trump. Burgess Owens, who is a fucking moron. He was on this show. He is a okay person. I wouldn't so far go so far as to say he's nice, but he is a moron. So congratulations, uh, Utah. You have now elected your third complete and total fucking moron to Congress. I'm not going to say all of our congressmen are complete and total fucking morons, but there are three. Mike Lee. Our senator. Like, and he's known nationwide as being an idiot. Yeah. A f- oh, no. Don't a, worry. A Burgess Owens idiot. is known as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So we have Mike Lee. We also have Chris Stewart, also a goddamn fucktard. And then lastly, we now have Burgess Owens to join that troop of morons. Here, I'm just going to remind everybody. Um, the Salt Lake Tribune just tweeted this uh, quote from Burgess Owens of what he said on the Fox Business Channel. I don't know when this happened because I don't see a day on it. Today, maybe. Um, we will fight against the deep, dark socialist and Marxist ways of the left. Good Americans on both sides have come to realize what tyranny looks like. The good news is he thinks he'll be in a caucus with Mike Lee, but they're in different fucking bodies of Congress. So he's a moron. Yay, idiot. <laughs> Um, I just problem. want to say thanks a lot, Utah County, Summit County, and Iron County. Not, you done? Not, not, not Summit, not Summit. And Iron County. What was it? No, what Sam Pete and, and Whatever. Jurab. You guys fucked us over. Summit. But guess what? I hope Burgess Owens does stuff, and I don't even care if I'm hurt by it, so that you guys get <laughs> fucked over by him. To be fair, Summit County would have helped get him elected. They're very liberal up there in Summit County, which is why the district's so fucking gerrymandered and includes only a portion of Salt Lake County and two fucking counties that have nothing to do with metropolitan cities. Congratulations, Utah. You guys elected the people that gerrymandered us. And guess what? They're going to keep fucking doing it. Yeah, we lost, they, elected. they like it. Because we lost uh, two other house races that were really close that Democrats were in the lead initially. So um, I don't remember what district it is. Uh, but Jim Dunnigan maintained his seat. Uh, and then, um, the guy in Sandy actually maintained his seat as well. Uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, and then in county council, uh, apparently, uh, apparently you guys are stupid. Shereen Gorbani has lost the open council seat, uh, to Lori Stringham. So, um, congratulations, folks. That one actually really surprises me because Jenny Wilson handily, handily won county mayor. It wasn't even close. Gorbani loses the council seat. I don't know if she pissed a bunch of people off or what happened there, but she's so amazing. I don't know how she could make anybody mad. She's so awesome. And she's just so open to talk to people. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe people didn't like that she tried to run for Congress. 
against, you know, one of those three morons I talked about. Just keep getting I am so angry about it. Like, I just, I, I gotta be able to get over it at some point, but it's so frustrating to see people do such stupid things and they're so proud of it. In fact, I was behind a Trump Pence supporter tonight. And I was just like, it just made me angry to just. She almost rammed her car into him. It was really sad. (laughs) Um, Okay. So one other thing that I need to talk about, about stupid Utah. And that is, so we had the emergency alert. We talked about it last week. There's a mask mandate uh, in effect for the entire state of Utah. It is way beyond time that should have happened. Our hospitals are overflowing. We are at a close to three thousand case a day rolling rate which means at a five percent hospitalization rate um so that's what 30 is no 300 is one percent or 30 30 30 yeah so 30 so we're at like 150 hospitalizations that tend to happen within five to seven days of the diagnosis they'll end up in the hospital uh and so you're talking about 150 people a day adding to the bulk of the hospital, which is already close to capacity. It's fucking bad. And it is proven that masks can solve that problem. You can go out in public. You can interact with people as long as you wear a mask. What's crazy to me is none of them are really protesting the social gatherings of less than six people and single family unit and trying to, you know, only get takeout and stuff like that. None of them are protesting that. They're protesting that they are being asked to wear a fucking mask. And a regular protest would probably not be a big deal. But they decided to go to the governor's mansion. Okay, I get it. It's a public building, public-owned building. That's where the governor's supposed to reside. But also to his fucking private residence in Orem and the lieutenant governor's private residence in Fairview. Uh, and Orem actually passed, Orem City Council passed yeah. the next day, an ordinance banning residential protests um, because it is absolutely absurd that people went out. I do like Spencer Cox, though. This is one of the reasons I voted for him as governor. Uh, he <laughs> took milk, not milk, hot chocolate and cookies. Out to the people protesting in front of his house. <laughs> yes. He went out like with the big orange, you like know, plates, five gallon thing. Pl- nice saran wrap plates of, oh, of cookies Spencer. and, and, uh, you know, disposable hot chocolate cups out of the same kind of thing that we served hot for chocolate Halloween. for on Halloween. Uh, and, and provided that to the protesters. He's like, I know we don't, <laughs> his tweet said something like, we don't normally get a lot of visitors down here. So I was happy to go take them out some treats. <laughs> <laughs> I love Spencer Cox, but fucking idiots. Like, what are you thinking? Like, what do you think that's going to do? Like, that's just just insane. As stupid as it sounds, if they came out and said, you have to wear a hat, something as stupid as you, people would go crazy. You can't tell me to wear a hat. They wear seatbelts. You wear shoes and shirts in the stores. You don't argue about that shit. What is the problem with wearing a mask to protect other people? What's the problem there? It's not an infringement on your fucking rights. It's not hard. It's not inconvenient. I have heard on multiple occasions people saying that their right to freedom is more important than other people's right to safety. And yeah, that's not how it works. Not even how that Most works. Most people you work with that say that. Your no. freedoms <laughs> end where you start infringing on other people's rights. Period. End of subject. So, I, I don't know. It's it's disturbing. You guys know our feeling on masks. Um, and I just think our state's full of retards, apparently. Like, Can you stop using that? 
It's really hard. That's a word I've used for a lot of time. It's hey, our t- it was a different time back then. <laughs> it is a tough word. For I actually, to I was, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Brie. No, I was just gonna say no. I've heard an argument for that. Is didn't you grow up in those years between the time when you were young and you got older and watch the world progress to not using those terminologies, or did you just like sort of. skip that? But it's also. It wasn't 1950 it, yesterday. It's also like how I say Nevada. So. <laughs> it really is. It's just something that's ingrained that like. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't post the news article, but when I woke up this morning, there was a story of. Um, I believe he's a senator from Roosevelt, Mr. Winterton, um, talking about how the governor's mandate is like Nazi Germany. And I was like, oh, hell no. First thing I did this morning, I sent that man an email. And I said, sir, I feel that you are misinformed. <laughs> was it a strongly worded email? It was a very strongly worded <laughs> email, actually. I was very proud of myself, but it was it was pretty articulate. But yeah, I just, uh, I, the fact that, th- that people are putting fear into people, I said, I'm sure there are plenty of educators in the state that would be happy to sit you down and explain that, yeah, I don't think what you're saying is right. What sucks is, all right, these people that aren't wearing masks... To genocide. No. They they are not going to have any real negative impact, most likely. The the statistics basically say they're not going to be impacted directly uh, in any sort of long-term way from COVID. They might catch it. They might get sick. Unless they're over 80, they're probably not going to die. And they'll move on with their life. And the problem is other people will die. And not just from COVID. What I would really like is for those people to be in a serious car accident. And then go to uh, a hospital in Utah County because I don't want them up here. Uh, go to go to the hospital in Provo because they got in a nasty car accident. And not be able to have surgery because every single ICU bed is already full of people dying from COVID and other things because there is no room for them. They then have to be transported by ambulance to somewhere else. There's no room for you at the inn. And and that's just not going to happen because they're going to, it's just statistically probably not going to happen. But we are at the point where someone's going to fall off their roof, putting up Christmas lights early because COVID and they're not going to be able to be taken care of in a timely manner at the hospital. And it's really, that's that's the piece that is the um, most upsetting I was, to me. Yeah, I was talking to my cousin yesterday, and she, I asked how her husband was doing, because he's an ER doctor. He does rotations at uh, three different hospitals, I think. Holy um, shit, he's a busy guy. Yeah. Um, anyways, but he said that, she said that he finally had to turn, like, turn his first patient away the other day and and he's i mean he's really good at time managing but basically they're saying hold to the er doctors hold on to your patients as long as you can because you know we can't um, yeah we can't admit them so yep you gotta hold them for several hours in the er and eventually that won't be capable there yeah guys so what we saw in italy in march with people in the halls and on gurneys outside of the hospital that is close to reality in this state. So Gina, my sister, who's a nurse uh, at LTVU, said specifically LTVU, not necessarily talking about all the hospitals. She said the problem is not for us so much that the, the hospital itself is to capacity. It's that they have downsized us so much that we are so short-staffed that we can't handle the number of people coming in because we don't have... 
the workforce. Yeah, we don't have the workforce to handle all the people. And so, yes, people are getting turned down because they just they don't have. There's yeah, there there are also literally no beds in some places. Yes, like we are at, we are at seventy five to eighty percent capacity in the ICU. Well, and then what happens is all elective surgeries and things like that have to be put on hold. Yep. So your arthritis surgery or your I mean whatever that's that's not considered yeah, hospitals are not designed to be run at 100% capacity. No. They they're basically designed so they have that overflow so if a major incident happens like an earthquake that injures a shit ton of people all at once they right. have space to deal with them and they deal with it for a week. Right. They're not designed to deal with it long term. And so like six, seven months, like just the person you were talking about, you know, three different ERs that they're doing shifts at, they will burn out. Yeah. They will hit a wall where they simply just can't help anymore. Well, and it's it's interesting because it's been a situation where they haven't even had hours, but now it's just so, so much that you're, you know, you're right. It, it, It will get to that point. Anyway, I think we beat that dead horse, um, or the proverbial dead horse. I don't know. Uh, okay, so there is some justice in the world. Um, do you remember back when COVID kind of first started? Actually, it was like midsummer, right? When all the riots started happening for uh, Black yeah. Lives Matter, and so it was like peaceful like protest. A couple of weeks after the sh- the shutdown, the, the uh, big like, shutdown, wasn't it? Like two- no, I want to say it was in like June. It was in the summer, I think. It was um, right before we went to the do our COVID pictures. Yeah, that had to be, I think, early summer. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. So anyway, uh, back then there was a little protest happening in Salt Lake City. And um, they turned <laughs> some, that some chick. at the beginning of June. Yeah. So I was right. It was around June. Uh, so, so, you know, some chick stood up on a cop car, dropped trial and took a shit on the hood. And then they, they started it on Then fire. the cops were like, go ahead and just burn it. We don't want to drive that car no more. It's got human shit on it. <laughs> so they flipped it over. They lit it on fire. And then there was this guy uh, deciding to walk around. His name was Brandon McCormick. Was, is. He's still alive. He's 58 years old. <laughs> decided that he'd get out of his car brandishing a knife at people and eventually and a bow and arrow. <laughs> drew a bow and arrow and pointed it at people because he didn't want them protesting in the two city blocks that it was happening in Salt Lake City. Well, he was arrested after the fact. He was charged and now uh, he will spend one year in jail, have a $5,000 fine and be on 10 years of probation with strict conditions. 10 years. Yep. So... um that, uh, I believe, is a felony offense if he's going to go to jail for a year. I think that's the felony level. His quote, that wasn't me. That's not me. I was just really going through it. Uh, <laughs> no, that was you, sir. You <laughs> drew a bow and arrow on people. The you went fucking crazy waving your knife at people. And then the bow and Did he actually shoot the bow and arrow or did he just throw it? No, no. I still contend if that was a black man, he would have got shot by the cops. There wouldn't have been a peaceful end to that. Um Anyway, I just think there's there is some justice. Yeah, apparently, if you are white in Salt Lake City and pull a bow and arrow on people, you will go to jail. He so. will. Go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad. Uh, well, good to know. I'm glad to know that's a law that can be enforced in Salt Lake County. Um, <laughs> this, this next story. Um, this is just. Uh, it's. It, this, I'm sorry. I 
No, it's hilarious. I, I read it. As soon as I, it was in my email, I was like, what? Yeah, I read this thing. I read this thing like a week and a half ago after it happened. So up in Yellowstone, we've talked before about the idiots that go to Yellowstone. Now, Yellowstone Park is not in Utah, but it's really close to Utah. It's just like four hours away, and a lot of people go up there and vacation. And Especially and, with the COVIDs, because there's not a lot of... Because it's outdoors, and in theory, you're not near people. But if you've ever been to Yellowstone, you're pretty much always near fucking people. Uh, anyway, um, we've talked about the people that like to decide to wander off trail, especially in the geothermal areas, the hot pots, if you will, uh, and think, oh, it's a, it's a hot spring, like lava hot springs. I can just jump in it and swim, right? And then pretty soon half their bodies dissolved from. Pretty soon you're melted. Yeah. So there's been, you know, cases like a couple years of ago. Deep is the deep impact when they're like in the in the hot spots at the beginning of the movie and then their skin like comes Yeah, off. they just start melting because <laughs> it's much. so, because it's super acidic. Like, I, there was a couple years ago we talked about this, there was a couple that got into one and like, not only could they not save the couple, they couldn't recover the bodies before the bodies completely dissolved in right. the acidic water. Between the acid and the heat. Yeah, and like, then you just, and there's like no trace. There's not even bones left. It's completely dissolved the entire body. So some dumbass decides that he wants to make dinner <laughs> he he uh decides to go up and try to cook a chicken two whole chickens two chickens in the shoshone geyser basin up in yellowstone <laughs> like he had a plan like this was premeditated he thought this through oh yeah they were going up there privately they were going to try and cook some chickens and i bet uh, he voted for trump Thankfully, hey, all done. Uh, they did catch them, they did find them, and they have banned them from the park. He's a West Valley man. <laughs> he might be your neighbor. Congrats. I don't live in West Valley, motherfucker. I live in the ghetto. Kearns. West Valley's across the street that way. <laughs> <laughs> See that yeah, Walmart over West there? West Jordan is right there. Yeah, but I live in Kearns, and Kearns proper. Kearns proper? Right no, on, you live at the top of Kearns. Right on, I live in the rich Kearns neighborhood. This, this is the rich. <laughs> this is literally called the top of current. So did you yeah. see the end of this this little story that a Dutch man? Oh, about the Dutch guy. Or pay three thousand dollars for crashing a drone into the <laughs> prismatic screen. Prismatic screen. Yeah. People are dumb. Well, and there was that toddler earlier this year that was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna play mommy out. Ooh, I got burned on the acid water." <laughs> Just kid, like that. A kid should have one of them fucking backpack leashes. <laughs> I love those. Uh, what show was I watching? Um, God, I don't remember. But the the there was like a baby talk helmet. Oh, it was The Simpsons, and they put the baby talk helmet on the kid, and it's like this is demeaning to both you and me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we talk a lot about uh, the church, um, the Mormon Church in Utah and its influence. Um, and I don't know if this is entirely because of that. I'm sure it has a huge part of it. But um, Utah is the most charitable state in the United States, um, according to a Wallet Hub study. Um, and they go out and look at volunteerism. They look at donated income rates off of, of public tax records. They look at, um, you know, the percentage of population who donates time and money. Um, and basically, Utah, uh, they look at a whole bunch of other crap, too, um, charitable organizations and things like that. And they determine every year which state is most charitable. 
Utah is the most charitable out of all 50 states. Um, that's because our government won't pay for anything, by the way. Um, it's because most of our population gives 10% of their income to the church. That is a big part of and it. And that's a charity. Yeah, if 60% of your population, which is about the Mormon population in the state of Utah, is is tithing, that's all considered charity. Um, but we, So we have the highest volunteer rate. The highest percentage of donated income. The but don't highest ask us to wear masks. Yeah, no, no, can't wear masks. We draw the line somewhere. We'll give you all the money you want, but uh, <laughs> and mostly time. This uh, we had the highest percentage of people donating time and donating money, and I'm sure it's a big, in big part to, um, the church. Uh, and the B. This is uh, see you're coming around. See yeah. you call it the church too. That's true. That's true. I'll start using that instead of the other word. I'll just refer to them as members of the church. There you go. <laughs> Can that be my derogatory? <laughs> my my old-timey derogatory statement? Those damn members of the church. I like it. Fucking members of the church. I love it. I'm going to start. I'm going to try to use it. I can't promise anything. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, pretty cool thing. Lots of lots of stuff. Um, behind us was Minnesota. Uh, apparently. Did you just the, say lots of stuff? Yep. Lots of stuff. Minnesota's behind us, followed up by Maryland. It, it is funny, though, because New Mexico and Arizona took up the <laughs> 49 rear. And 50. 49th and 50. So clearly the regional stuff doesn't rub off. Um, Now what? You guys want to do this pie thing? We should do some pie talk. <clears throat> pie talk. Jess already disagrees with the first one, so well, that's good. That's good. So we were supposed to have a guest, but the guest um, last minute had an emergency and couldn't make it. So... We let Jeremy come up with some lists, and I think Jess came up with a list. Um, so we're well, going to... Thanksgiving coming up, I thought Pie Talk. I know we've talked Pie before, pie but... Pie good. Pie Talk's good. But this is updated, by the way. So pumpkin pie. Who makes the most, uh, the best pumpkin pie, right? Is that the first one? Yep. And this is according to Salt Lake Magazine. Okay. We like Salt Lake Magazine. They do a lot of restaurant stuff. So they're top. Start with what makes a superior pumpkin pie, according to Salt Lake Magazine. Your mom? Nope, nope. My wife does though. Oh, you got a big old spider on your wall over there. You sure do. Look at that. Just call me Spider Man. He's just hanging out. Kill it. He's wanted to be on the podcast. Okay, well, you guys talk about pie. All right, we'll talk about pie. So, what makes a superior pumpkin pie, Jess? That was sad. I don't know. You tell me. You have it in front of you. Tissue. <laughs> no, a tissue. What are you doing? You have a bed. What makes a superior pie, Jeremy? The dog in the office all the time. A flaky, light, and buttery crust. Fact is a must. The filling should be flavorful, with a smooth custard-like consistency, eh. and the perfect balance of spice, pumpkin, and sweetness. So- I, I would say the custard-like consistency I'm not on par with. I don't like it to be <sighs> too soft. Yeah, I, f- I feel like a, like a good, like almost a flan is a little bit better, a little bit more firm. I find if the tops... Mm, I love a good flan. If the tops got that little bit of crack in it, that means you it's... You've got to take it out right before it that, cracks. That, if it cracks, that means you've actually overcooked it a tiny bit. Over yep. just a tiny bit. You, but you've got to take it out right before that, and then but it's But Jeremy does set. like his crack. Because if you do that, then there's actually <laughs> like a film on the top of the pie that's that's fine, and, and I'd I still eat it, it, but... I prefer it cooked to that level, yeah, as works. opposed to jiggly. Yeah, I don't like the jiggly. Um, but it continues to cook when you take it out, which yeah, is why you Yeah, when you, you take it out, like, it actually still it's jiggles. It's like a cheesecake. It sets up. 
you you have to let the cheesecake jiggle a little bit. See, look. Chopper's eating the spider. See? Problem solved. Animals eat bugs. And Boone, if he saw it, would have tried to catch it. No, Chopper didn't want that spider. <laughs> we get those fucking wood spiders because of the wood pile that the neighbors oh, have yeah. right by there. So we get the, like, the big old fucking spiders with big old red butts. <laughs> Um, okay, so I, I oh, and I kind of agree with that. Um, pumpkin pies are not typically super sweet. I don't like them super sweet. That's why you put um, Cool Whip on them. Yeah, is to make Cool it really, Whip. Really so I think sweet. that's why pumpkin pies are one of my favorite. It's because they're not, it's not sweet. super sweet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so their staff pick, the top staff favorite, that was a tie. It looks like right. Yep. Between the Baking Hive, which I've never heard of, and Tuli Bakery. And Harmon's. Um, Harmon's? Nope. Harmon's was second tier. Oh, okay. Our second tier pies. Oh. Yeah. So city cakes. So have you ever been to the Baking Hive, Jess? I haven't even heard of it until today. 3362 South, 2300 East. So what they said about the Baking Hive's pie is it's balanced and a bit rustic. I don't understand how you make a rustic pumpkin pie versus not. Does it just look shitty on the edges? It, if you look at the picture, the edges look a little burnt. We liked the cookie, too, and I think that's because they put a cookie on top. But oh, I actually, I've put a piece of pie crust yes, in the shape of a turkey. But they did a sugar before. cookie hmm. and iced in orange. So they did a totally... Di- you know why they put that on there? That was after the fact, and they put it on there to cover the crack. Oh, I was going to say, probably that's, prob- that's probably what they were doing there. When it comes to pie, crack is away. So that's darker with a nice crust and thick filling. That means uh, this pie filling has more texture. So that, to me, means they overcooked and it. And more clove, it says. Uh, Tule Bakery. Two tarts topped with an oval of cream and papitas. Is that really, is that like almost like a hand pie then? Nope, it's a tart, like a like a, a mini pie. A hand pie implies that it's, it's folded covered. over and fried. Gotcha. Uh, but that would be more like a, a seagull serving mini pie with creme fraiche and papitas, pumpkin seeds. Oh wow! Uh, hmm. This is the this is the most beautiful entry. They said they like the crunch of the papitas. I think that would be weird with a pumpkin pie, but Mm-mm, whatever. No, it'd be so good. I don't like cooked pumpkin seeds. Um. I want to eat the whole damn thing right now. That's fine because it's little. Uh, okay, so now the second tier pies, city cakes. Uh, I can tell it's vegan by looking at the texture. The filling has way too much spice. The crust is dense, not flaky. I like the heavier texture. So that was a horrible review for the second place pie. <laughs> but I liked the heavier texture. And, and honestly, vegan pumpkin pies te- t- typically have an egg in them, right? And milk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's or, custard. Because it's a, a custard. cream. A heavy cream. cream. So it's interesting to see how they made those vegan. Um, uh, Harmon's. Uh, Harmon's pumpkin pie was also tied for second. Oddly, not enough pumpkin spice. Sort of an everyman pumpkin pie. It's very mild. The texture is more just like pureed pumpkin. This would be good topped with marshmallows and run under the broiler for a minute. That's a fucking great idea. So that's all I'm taking out of this is I should put marshmallows on a piece of pumpkin pie and broil it. That, that yeah. sounds fucking amazing. Sounds delicious. Doesn't it, Brie? Apparently not. She's sure. <laughs> she doesn't like pumpkin pie. Okay, so that's I pumpkin pie. I do like pie. pumpkin pie. And now the next one is, according to Yelp, the top 10 pies, or best, the top 10 places to get pies. It would so wait, probably wait, wait, wait. be in Salt Lake City yeah, because places. we've talked about the best places and we know that it's down, it's in Veo. Look. Let me ask you this. We're, we got to go back to pumpkin pies because this just occurred to me. Okay. There were four pies, the two winners and the two um, second place that were tied. 
Was that it or did they have like... No, that's why I'm so curious because Salt Lake Magazine is usually really thorough about like their items and that was it because that like, was it oh there was a, there was a recipe for mary for mary um because the second place oh, pies those were not good name. reviews like that's not how you write a review for a pie that you judge a second place in a competition of 50 that's how you write the review for a pie that's in second place in a competition of two <laughs> which is basically what the, like and if there were only four pies how could they not figure out which of those four was the best? Also, there's more than just these places. There's actually more than yes. what is even on Yelp in Salt Lake. So I'm a little, I'm shook. So best pies in Salt Lake City. Did you just pull this out of Yelp? Jeremy did. I did. <laughs> Yelp does not make real lists, Jeremy. Not like that, but but Ruby Snap, yeah. I just have to say. It's because oh, it's I don't, an it's, ad. It's but an ad. I, I want to say, though, really quick, because it reminded me, I want to thank Ruby Snap, because two of my friends had, well, a friend and a family member had surgery last week, and they both came home uh, right around Thursday, Friday, and so I had Ruby Snap deliver them, and I got the cutest video of my little niece. <laughs> super saying, fucking She's high. super high from after her surgery, saying, this is the best cookie <laughs> I have ever had. This is so good. I just can't believe you how should, you should ask. You should ask Olivia if you can send that to Tammy. Send it to her. I wonder if her I still it have it that I can material. play it because it's so cute. And then my sister-in-law was like, how did I not know about this place? And I'm like, I don't know. That's a really good question. So anyway, Jeremy, your list is Hold just, on one second. Is just Yelp, it. and I don't think it's actually in order of stack ranking. Oh, my volume's not up. Yeah, no one's going to be able to hear um, it. They are the best cookies I've ever had. They are so good. Thank you so much. You need to put it up to the actual they're mic. So, so. Uh, she just took a big. She goes. Ah, so it's kind bite. of my fault. I should have. I should have ranked it. I didn't even think about it. I just no, no, left no, work early. So it's, it's your. It's fine. But I run into this all the time when I look for things, and then Yelp pops up. I just don't even click on it anymore because they're not like like. Here's the thing about Yelp. You could have five stars and two reviews, and if you go by ranking, you'll be above the place like Fillings and Emulsions that has 354 reviews, and let's say it's 4.9 stars on their system. Because you don't have five. Uh, and like, I, so I always look at like volume and stuff like that. So when I see like Gourmandise with 964 reviews and they have four stars, I know they're probably pretty damn good. And I like Gourmandise. Yeah. But let's, but like Rocky Mountain Pies is number one and it only has six reviews. Yeah. And I've never heard of Rocky Mountain Pies. I'm assuming Maybe? they're new. Uh, but Crossroads Square. Fillings and Emulsions, obviously. A good place to get pies. Um, Lone Pine Bakery. Have you guys been to that place? Uh-uh. No, I don't. I don't. It's buy, close to work. I don't buy pies, by the way, because my wife makes pies. So um, there's Carol's Cakes and Pastry Shop, and their picture is uh, Rice Krispie treats. <laughs> Gourmandise has a picture of like a fucking steak on it. So Rice um, Krispie treats. That's a bar. You're out of your mind. That that is not a. Oh, it is like a, a bar, like a crumble, like a, crumb, like a lemon bar or something. <laughs> Whatever, it's still a Rice Krispie treat. <laughs> it's the same thing. Munchies, uh, Kiyung's There's Bakery. There's a place called Pie Fight. Pie yes, Fight. and it's brand new. Um, it's in the ninth and ninth area. I was going to give you another one, but... I love that there's a place called Munchies. 
clear at the end is re-whipped and they are freaking rad. They're out in Harriman and Oh, they're over by They uh, are so delicious. Their cookies are pretty awesome. I haven't had one of their pies. I've had their hand pies, which are delicious. Um, but they are taking they're still taking orders. I don't know if they still have a discount. Also, um I don't speak German, but uh Petra who I always get my treats from at the farmer's market. She does a pumpkin cheesecake and a raspberry cheesecake. That's local, and she's still taking orders. And there's like one Marie Callender's left. That's local. <laughs> is there? I think there's still one left. Oh, my Lord. This is their the, big month, man. The uh, <clears throat> the Hughes's like to get their pies from Village Inn. That's true. Village Inn does make a pretty mean pie. Uh, I'm Are they, gonna... Is there any left? Yeah, there's lots yeah. of Village Inn's yeah. left. That's where old people eat, Jess. No, I know, but remember, a bunch of them closed <laughs> down like one two in, years ago. There's one in Draper, and there's still one on Redwood Road nah, and 45th. Like, with with Chuckarama not open, where is Grandma and Grandpa going to take all the kids? It's Golden Corral, Gen, man. Golden Corral ain't open either. A bunch, of, a bunch of those have closed. Yeah, but that one is open. Remember, it opened. Yeah, the, the, the one over in Fort Union uh, on on Fort Union Boulevard was reopened. It looked like the other day. Um, but yeah, so go order your pies or make them yourself. Um, who cares? I don't know. There's lots of good pie places. <laughs> and, and actually, most diners that have really good pie, if you ask them, they'll typically take orders. Oh, it makes me sad. Penny Ann's used to make awesome pies and they don't do it anymore. I don't know. I, look, I, so sad. I still don't understand your obsession with Penny Ann's. I don't think they're bad, but I don't think they're like the bee's knees for breakfast. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand the obsession. Top five. Have you at, top three? Have you at 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 Lil's? Yes. Sills. Sills up in Layton. Yeah. That place is fucking awesome. Uh, not in my top five. Really? Penny right. Ann's beats Sills. Herms. What beats about Sills? What about True what, Religion beats Sills? What about Park Cafe? I haven't eaten at Park. I just don't. Every understand time I try how, to go, it's either busy or closed. I don't understand how Penny Ann's is top five. I don't eat breakfast. I love the owners. So. That's why. It's the and owners. the food. It's because you talk to the owners. That's why. It's <laughs> pretty legit, food. race. <laughs> no, I like food the food. Uh, dude, they put the chicken in the waffle. It's amazing. Yeah, and then they spit on it, and you still eat it. It's crazy. Can that just be kidding. every rest, every I'm, restaurant? To be fair, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Penny Ann's does not spit they on their food. That's my daughter's job. When she has friends over, she spits on their... I'm just kidding. That's not true either. Happened one time when she was in sixth grade. Whoa. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Being kids. She spit on some kid's cookie and made them eat it because they were being a jerk. Yeah. Listen, no. I like pinions. I know sorry. you do. I, I just, I, I'm, you don't have to be sorry. I just don't understand it. So, all right. Last list. And then we'll probably call this it This actually a, looks like a pretty decent list. This is interesting. Jess must have found this one, not Jeremy. <laughs> Did you find this one, Jess? Yeah, <laughs> this is, it's probably from only in your state, only in our state too. Yeah, yeah Catherine wrote She's, it. Catherine's pretty awesome. We like to steal her shit all the time. Uh, um, but that, when I when earlier you guys said the guest canceled, and I said, "Okay, Jeremy, go pull out your dad lists." I knew what we were getting into. I found pies. I'm okay with it. I like pie. Also, pizza does not count as pie. I'm sorry, people. It's not a pie. It's a pizza pie. It's, but it is not an actual pie. <coughs> no. Also, um, I don't know. Whatever. You know who <laughs> you know who makes good pies, and these Me. are pies, is what the fuck? Seguro's bakery. 
the New Zealand bakery? Is it Seguros? Oh, Sagatos. Sagatos. I knew yes. it was something like that. They make they all make kinds of delicious mean things. fucking meat pies. <laughs> yes, their they do. Their meat pies are really good. And also, all of their pastries are really fucking good. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> that would be a place to order something. The last pie that I made, Vanita said, was the best pie she'd ever had. Oh, that apple life. pie out of your apples from your, my apples. From your well, some of home them. farm. There weren't quite enough apples. Yeah, those apples were little, but they were really good. They were good. They took the place of the tart apples, right. too, a little bit. I used them in place of, yeah, the tartness, and so I used sweet apples for the, the balance. All right, so these are 10 moments everyone born in Utah will always remember. So, Brie and Jess, that's it for Born in Utah, right? Okay. Yeah, because you so weren't you, neither. So, you should Jeremy. know all of these. So, Topaz War Reclamation Center. Oh, uh, yeah, I've been there. In 1942 to 1945. I have not been there. There's. You should go. Don't they, do they have like one or two buildings left or are there not even any buildings left? No, there's no buildings. There's no just, buildings foundations, just foundations, buttons, buttons dishes. So that was, and we thought, we've talked about it at length. That was a uh, Japanese internment camp uh, during World War II or right at the start of World War II. Um, there was also one in Wyoming that I know of. Um, I can't remember the name of it anymore. This isn't the new Wyoming podcast. You're right. But when I was a kid, <laughs> we were taught about that one. Um, and I don't know if we really teach that in schools here. Do you guys? Which one? Topaz. Nope. Because we should absolutely uh, teach no. that in fucking schools. We absolutely should teach not. about how fucking horrible Americans were to Japanese Americans. The problem is with, with, U.S. education is we really don't teach about the mistakes that we made, and so we just find ourselves repeating. Like, slaves happen, and we had this war. They don't talk about, like, all the actual real shitty shit that people did to slaves. Um, okay, Glen Canyon Dam completion. Do you guys remember that? I remember, well, obviously it happened in 1963. I don't remember Yes, it. I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> but, no, so in college, we studied it fairly significantly because when they flooded the area, they destroyed all kinds of Native American. Uh, oh yeah, they fucked everything. Relics, homes. Uh, they had the I can't remember what they're called. The, the homes in the in the side of the mountains that that they like, the cave home things. Yeah. Uh huh. So far, I don't remember any of these things. But so, you may not know what Glen Canyon Dam is, but it forms Lake Powell, and I'm sure you know what Lake Powell is. Lake Powell is the lake that's full of Indian burial stuff, so it's haunted. I don't think I've ever been there. You'll just get muscles. I'm, you know what? That's probably why the muscles, the invasive muscles, are so bad. There is the Indian <laughs> Wrong kind of muscles. Well, <laughs> I bet it's the Indian burial ground. They're like, but you know what? what? Came Fuck it your to me first, and then yeah. I was like, oh, I get it. You didn't move the body, you sons of bitches! You fucked up our sacred land. Muscles. Have a muscle. Have an invasive fucking species that will get you fined so, hardcore at any other lake. I remember studying land. it in college, and it was a huge deal, and there was a lot of people who were very against it, but the money won. As it's as is always the case. Always the case. Um, back in 1979, we had an NBA franchise move to Salt Lake City, uh, called the it was the New Orleans Jazz, became the Salt Lake or the Utah Jazz. Uh, and we have jazz music. And Jess doesn't so. remember that because she wasn't born yet. And I don't remember that because I was four. But uh, it was the jazz. And we will forever call it um, the Delta Center. <laughs> That's all I've ever known it as. And right? then it was the East Center for a little while. <laughs> you said and Delta the Center. Viv. We all know what you're talking about. It's the Viv. Now it's the Vivint Smart Home Arena. But if you say Delta Center, we know. Right. The Which, flood of eighteen of nineteen eighty three of eighteen eighty three. The flood of nineteen eighty three. Do remember this? Everyone knows about this, and if you don't, you're. I, so, there's a T-shirt up in the um, 
the cedar chest upstairs that says I survived the flood of 83 and has a drawing of a guy surfing a wave that my dad screen was he screen printed a ton of them. They made a river in the middle of Salt Lake City. I lived in Iowa at the time, and I knew about it. It, yeah, made it was a big deal. Well, they made a river out of a city street. They they sandbagged they it up and funneled the the flood so it didn't ruin everything. Yeah, so big deal. Um, Utah working together. Uh, Senator Jake Garn, who we have talked about, I remember this. Uh, was on a space flight back. In I can April even of picture the pitch, the famous picture of picture him. Picture the picture. Close your um, eyes and picture the picture. Back in the late 90s, uh, Salt Lake City uh, observed a natural disaster unlike any that the country has ever seen. A tornado. I definitely remember that because I was at work when it happened. We had a tornado touch down in downtown Salt Lake that damaged homes, businesses, and injured over 100 people, killing one man. And I'm sure the people of Joplin, Missouri, really understood what we were going through. <laughs> They they sent aid. <laughs> Fucking. But to be fair, tornadoes don't typically form here. We're not the we're we're on the wrong side of Denver for a tornado. Basically, we get little twisters. Is, all have the time. you ever flown into Denver? And either of you? It's been a while, but yep, yes. it is. It creeps me it's out when I walk river. past it's, the things that like here's your here's your tornado. <laughs> You know what? Um, flying, shelter. Flying into it's Denver freaky. is like a roller coaster ride when you come over the Rockies there. But I, I have to not think about that because now my kid lives someplace where something like that could happen. Yeah, they don't get them that often in Denver. No, Denver, but so. still. Uh, we had the uh, Winter Olympic Games back in 2002. Um, there are still people walking around Salt Lake City in their Winter Olympic 2002 coats. I see them all the time. It's I insane. have a sweater, but I don't wear it because it's real wool. So remember it's the, itchy. I have a blanket. Remember the berets that were the big yep. thing? People oh, yeah. Roots. The roots. The roots. Like roots. Stabbing each other to get them and pushing grandmas out of the way. And Well, and that was... Like and the, the three little characters... The little rabbit. Oh, the, the little mascots we uh-huh. had. Yep. I actually went and to... And the pins, the Olympic pins. I went to a speed Mormons. skating competition at the at Oval, the Oval over here. Yep. Still used by the U.S. Olympic team. Half that building is theirs. Um, Elizabeth Smart. That was... We when we talked at length about Elizabeth Smart's kidnapping. Um, that, that made national news. My kids were terrified. Well, mostly Cassie. I think Sean was too little and well, she was just scared by. It's like her fucking age. And like going through that whole no. story. She was a little. Oh, Cassie she was, like was four. only four. Yeah, she was like four. Never mind. But she was afraid of, of being kidnapped in her room. And I, so I had to have their dad go outside and show them that, that nobody could get in their windows. Yeah, you can't crawl through these windows. He tried. <laughs> Not these windows. They didn't live I here. Know. When they I know. Age. They oh. lived in a house like your mom's with tiny windows in the bedrooms. Yeah. The, really is against And they're COVID. really high. Like, yeah. they're super high. There's like, a fire. You're all going to die. Those aren't considered bedrooms yeah. anymore because <laughs> they're not egress windows. Well, my mom doesn't use them as bedrooms. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, a, that was a big deal, made national news. And I think part of why it was such a huge deal, she was taken out of her home and then found like a year, year and a half later, I think almost a year later to the day. Um, she was taken on June 5th and recovered on March 12th. Which is, that's really crazy because kids that are gone for that long usually don't get found. Yeah. And she was in Salt Lake for a fucking a huge chunk of that time, which is Going absurd. to parties and stuff. Um, the trolley square mass murders. So, you know, we, we forget, I think a lot of people forget when we talk about mass shootings when they happen. We've had one. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we had one in Charlie Square back in 2007. It just wasn't a school shooting, which is what they've been the majority of the time recently. And this guy uh, had a shotgun, a handgun, and a whole bunch of ammo. He shot nine people. He killed five um, and terrorized a, a little mall that never recovered after that. Nope. Sadly. Still just has a couple restaurants, and that's about it. Um, and Cabin I, Fever? Yeah. The yeah, the movie theater's not even it went across the street. Yeah, well, and and uh, the other thing that happened that year, and and I don't know how many people actually remember this, but the Crandall Canyon mine collapsed in two thousand and seven, uh, which was a mine down in like central Utah, essentially. weren't they one? Were they one of the gypsum mines? Um, I don't remember because I know um, they've got a lot of gypsum mines. There that- were. Down in central Utah. There were six miners that ended up getting trapped three miles below the surface. Uh, three people were killed. Six were injured. Um, just trying to rescue them. Um, it was, uh, wasn't this one of like that, what's that fucking dude's name? Bob douchebag face McGee. <laughs> the, 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 the fucking big mine owner, like the coal mine guy, Bob something or other. I can't remember his name. I'm going to see what kind was of... Was it one of his minds? I think it was. Like Robert something or other. I don't remember that. Um, let me, I want to see the... Uh, it's a coal mine. Yeah, it was a coal mine. Coal mine. Um, who was the owner? Damn it, I can't remember his name. He's a piece of shit. Uh, Bob Murray. Yes, that's his name. Bob Murray. Robert Bob Murray. And that's the guy who owned and operated it, and he's just a heartless piece of shit that owns a lot of coal mines. Um, I remember that well because I grew up in mining communities and mine safety and like mine safety crews were a big deal. Um, and like there were a lot of people from around the country, mine safety, mine rescue crews from around the country here trying to rescue those men that were, were underground for a long time. And that was the one that had like the giant fire in the mouth of the mine. And mm-hmm. it's a coal mine, which makes it even more dangerous to have that fire. My brother-in-law worked in the gypsum mines at the time that that happened. He quit shortly after that. <laughs> yeah. It was just uh, crazy stuff. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week's show. Um, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. Some of us do. I don't know. Bree, Bree. <laughs> Shaking her head yes, but her face says no. Remember, she's got the RBF. Oh, yeah. She could be happy as could be. You just wouldn't know it. Most of the time, that's probably true. It's probably true. I look over at her and I'm like, I love you. She's like, oh, I love you too, honey. I super don't even laugh you. that often. Like, You know what she laughed at, though. I did. <laughs> and I was surprised oh, because I, I really only accepted that movie like because I knew everybody else wanted to watch can it. Can I tell you? So we rented a theater. Um, I rented a theater. And we watched Christmas Vacation. Oh, with, I wouldn't do that with White Christmas. And I am telling you. It is 100% worth the money to rent a private theater. Do you guys do it through the and, Cinemark or uh, through Megaplex? Through the Cinemark. Um, nice. We support Cinemark. I like Cinemark better. They, all of the ones over here at Jordan Landing have the reclining seats and, and they don't charge extra. And it's close. But rent the theater. It was 100 bucks, Um, and, and it was absolutely, everyone there really enjoyed it. Um, there's plenty of space. They limit the capacity to 20 people. So there's plenty of space that even if you want to social distance from your friends, it's absolutely possible to put enough space between you that you're not going to worry necessarily about passing COVID back and forth. It was a blast. It was great to see a movie released in the eighties on the big screen. Um, that's one thing that I really like the last while where they've been playing these old movies 
movies that either I saw as a kid or didn't get a chance because that one, I, yeah, I, like getting to see like Jurassic Park in a theater or Ghostbusters. I know my kids went and saw uh, Indiana Jones. Yes, like that's a theatrical movie that just seeing something like that on the big screen is hard to replicate or hard to replace. And uh, I think it's really cool that they're they're doing some of that. It's a way to support um, an industry that you know. I say we all love movies, and I think there are a segment of people that don't. But I think, in general, Americans love cinema. There's not a lot of it being made. There's not hardly any of it. There's even less of it being shown. Uh, And these theaters, like, that's what they live for. And so one of the things that I was happy to see is everyone that did go also bought concessions, uh, or most of them bought concessions from the theater, which is how they make their money, but they've even cut the prices on concessions. They've even said, you know what, we just want people here. Um, a large popcorn was like four bucks, which is great, uh, price. And the they're theater. doing deals where you get your ticket and you get like bounce backs and different, yeah. different things. And they don't do refills because of COVID. Yes. But they give you like the second one for like a half price kind of thing. Yeah, for basically Just like the cost their, of the cup or whatever. Their popcorns and some yeah. of the things like that. I need to do that. Yeah, it's it, it was a lot of fun. I think that the Lovex kind of want to do that again, and um, but it's I a, I had a lot of fun. I it. That kind of humor just makes me uncomfortable a lot of times, so I was really concerned about it. But we watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation yes. for everyone that wants Why to Why is the carpet wet? <laughs> Todd. Know, Marco. Marco. <laughs> we literally were texting that to each other after we left the movie. But it, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a good time and it was, it was very safely done and, and we had the theater to ourselves and, it was, a, it was a good experience, so I, I would highly recommend it. Try it's just another thing that you can try and help support. Um, you so know, what Jonathan wants to do for his birthday. See, it's a great way to do that sort of thing. Not um, very expensive to do. I, I would also encourage you to support your local artists. Um, Folk Hogan, you know, makes our our music. Christmas is coming, it's getting yeah. fat. Buy their merch. That's yes. because these guys. They don't make money selling music really these days because it's all available on Spotify and Pandora and all that other shit. And they get like such a small kickback on that. It's two cents per song. Down yeah, it's, it's really not a lot. Um, and they would typically make money touring, which would help support them. Um, and part of the touring is really some ticket sales, but mostly merch sales kind of help them get from town to town and maybe make a little bit of extra cash. Um, these guys that a lot of these guys that did it as basically their, you know, half of their job or their full job, they're struggling. Uh, and if you go out and buy their merch, um, buy CDs, if you're going to buy something like a CD, buy it directly from the band. Um, that will go a long way to helping them. And that's just, you know, that it's not just Folk Hogan. It's any artist, especially a local artist that you really like. Um, that's bon Jovi probably doesn't them. need your money, but if you really want one of his CDs, you could buy it. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I like that you picked Bon Jovi. That's kind of funny. I mean, you could have picked like Twisted Sister or something. They could probably use the money, though. That's true. They probably <laughs> could. 
They, they probably weren't very good with their, their riches. No, and they've really got the one song. And yeah. Alice Cooper, though, is like... Oh, he doesn't need the money. He's no, gonna, he's like... He's like Vanilla Ice. He, he figured it out. And he's like a big golfer, big-time golfer. It's like weird to see Alice Cooper out on the he's golf. He's actually very intelligent. Yeah, yeah, he wears the chains like he does on stage when he's golfing, though, so sometimes the club, <laughs> and it's just a <laughs> thing. Uh, anyway, so that will do it for the night. Uh, thank you all for tuning in and, uh, uh, most important thing you can do for us is share the episode with, with other folks. Um, let them listen and, and make their own judgment call and then we'll tell them to share just like we told you to share and then they'll share it and more people will share it and hopefully you like and you keep listening and you keep sharing. If you get 10 of your friends to share it and they get 10 of their friends to share it. Yeah. So basically for every person that you have, uh, shared it to that shares it will, will give you a tenth of a penny. So if your downstream's really huge, you will be giving you like a dollar a week. Um, so <laughs> just get to work on that. This is how Utah podcasts operate. Um, this is how as, Utah operates. And it is not a pyramid scheme. It is a direct <laughs> sales scheme. There is a difference. It's not a scheme. Sorry. This is a direct sales organization. Uh, but seriously, follow us out on the social medias at TNU Podcast. And uh, everyone have a good night. And I just want you tonight while you're, while you're going to sleep, um, I don't care what day you're, you're listening to this. I don't care if it's at 8 in the morning. But tonight when you're going to bed, I just want you to close your eyes and picture a rat packer. Rat packer.